Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Program is dedicated to an incredible, incredible veteran who lost his life needlessly um, recently. And what we're doing is dedicating this show to Keith Cooper, a two-time uh, tours in Vietnam veteran and a Marine who um, lost his life recently um, uh, in a carjacking uh, attempt. But he, uh, I had a chance to see him a few times in my life. And I was blessed to uh, talk to him and uh, share a couple of laughs uh, as we were talking about the military service. But I am uh, so, so proud that we have this uh, ability to uh, represent him. This is the, actually the first time I went to his service today, and his daughter had a wonderful, wonderful service, and uh, his son-in-law for him. Uh, and that was at, Luther, at a Lutheran church on 55th and um, Woodlawn, and I, I was just so happy to be there. That was my first uh, service of that type after coming back from Iraq. I had gone to funerals every two to three days uh, for my tours when I was there for two tours, and uh, just could not take any more when I got back. But this, uh, this person I had to honor because of uh, the kind of person he is. And today is Saturday, July 24th, 2021. Our host is Cliff Kelly, uh, the governor of Talk Radio, and I am his co-host, Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And today we, have, we are blessed uh, to have uh, Keith Cooper's daughter, uh, Kanerka uh, Carlton. She is uh, the daughter of... Uh, um, our brother in arms, Keith Cooper, and you know that all of us are family. So um, I mentioned to her during one of his vigils that uh, anything she needs from any of us as veterans, we're there for her and her family uh, because he was our blood. So today we're honoring Vietnam veteran Keith Cooper, and welcome, 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 Kanirka. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, tell us about your father, because, uh, you know, I was just impressed with him uh, uh, from the kind of person he was. And, you know, I, I think I told you that story about, you know, he, uh, one time I saw him in his car, and the first time I met him, I looked at his car, and I said, I love those license plates. And he said, and he said, yeah. And I said, except for one thing, one thing's wrong. And he said, what's that? I said, well, you know, they're military license plates, but it should say Army, not <laughs> not, <laughs> not Marines. And he just laughed. <laughs> and he said, he said, okay. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, he said, but I, he said, I got to upgrade. <laughs> so, so we had a little joke. We would pass back and forth uh, when I saw him outside. But uh, really a wonderful, wonderful person, a warm person. You could tell his heart uh, immediately. You know, so tell us a little bit about him and, and uh, what, what he was like to you. Oh, yeah. So first, thank you for having me on the show today, and thank you for dedicating the show to my father. Yeah. Um, as you can, I, I'm sure you can already tell, I'm a daddy's girl. He meant the <laughs> absolute world to me. 
Um, he was such a great dad. He was he was the one that taught me the men of community and not just community, but, um, you know, supporting the black community. He was the my first introduction to, you know, buying black and supporting black on businesses. And, and he always instilled in me that, you know, we are what we need, you know, to make the changes, um, you know, within, you know, uh, you know, within our community. And he, you know, he was so, you know, like important in just my life's journey and how I, you know, I, you know, help in my community and, and you know, with black owned businesses, things like that. Um, but um, aside from that, he just loved being a dad, loved being a granddad. He was so active in our lives. Anything that we were doing, he was doing, you know, <laughs> and his community service was really big you know he loved to volunteer at the high park jazz festival and he loved to you know do things at his church augustana he really had a heart for his church and he used to once a month do the um do the community breakfast at his church and they would you know feed community feed those in need and he just you know he just loved to be of help whenever he could and you know he always said well whatever i can do you know i you know i'll do it you know, he recently was uh, helping me. He volunteered at a Juneteenth festival that I uh, did for our home with Fossmore. And, he, you know, and he just, he said, hey, if I can just sit down and pass out something or whatever, I'll do it. And that's what he did. You know, he was always just there to just um, help out in some way. And then, you know, aside from that, you know, he was uh, a huge jazz lover. He was a bowler. He bowled on um, many leagues. Out at Burr Oak Bowl, and he was very active with his bowling teams there. And you know, and then when he wasn't doing that stuff, he was just hanging hanging around with us. You know, hanging around with his grandkids, whether they were going to Culver's to get burgers, or you know, they or he would take them bowling. You know, he loved to take them. You know, try to teach them the game of bowling. They didn't really pick up on it as well as he he did, but you know, they tried. You know, with Grandpa, but yeah, that was him. Yeah, because that, that was Burke Oak um, Bowl on uh, Alston, right? That was. <laughs> that yes, was yeah, 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 yeah. But then you you know one one of the things you mentioned before he was an Inglewood five uh, k marathoner too. Uh, when I was at the yeah, <laughs> yep, he loves to do the five ks with me. You know, even he will walk them all. He he never did any running, but um, <laughs> his favorite one was the Inglewood five k. And then if, if any ones that I was doing, if I told him I'm doing a five k, he's like, okay, I'm doing it too. And he'll get out there and he'll walk it and you know, and he he might be the last man coming in, but he was all but he always finished. He he never, you know, gave up on any of them. So yeah. and I don't know if you got a chance to kinda of walk the room today and mm-hmm. saw some of his medals and his race oh, medals, things like that. Yes. But um yeah, he and he loved to do things like that. Yeah, I would love for you to send some of those uh things, those photos too to us. And I'll talk to you yeah, about absolutely. that offline, but we could put that on our website. Because, see, our, our radio station, actually, we're going through WVON, but right now you're also going through iHeartRadio. You're also going through uh, Facebook Live, and you're going through uh, Instagram. So we, we're okay. actually uh, all over the world. We get calls from Australia, England, all of our stations around the world and throughout the country. So uh, this is actually being broadcasted to all of them at the same time now. And I think it's important for the world to know 
how how important because if he was really tied in and I've learned that more and more today at the service how tied he in was was into our culture and uh, being African American and being proud of that and uh, you know being proud of our African roots so you know with that uh, I just want the world to know that the image that sometimes they see of our uh, you know black men and black women is different from what really is happening yeah yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, and that's a great thing that you all are doing because, you know, um, and even just for Chicago, too, because, you know, Chicago is such a bad rap with different things. But um, just like I said out at the vigil, you know, what you see at the vigil, what you saw today at my dad's memorial, that is Chicago. The community that we have, the love that we have for each other, you know, how we come together and things like, in hard times like that, that is, that is the black community. That's who we are. And that's, and that's what, that's, and that's what, you know, being a part of the black community is, you know, we, we're there for each other, whether we know you personally or not. There are so many people that came up to me today that I never met, mm-hmm. but that just knew my father or met him maybe once in their life. I've received so many phone calls and messages from people. They're like, you know, I've never met either of you all, but just to hear your story has, you know, you know, I, I want to help. I want to, you know, I want to support. And, and it's just, it's really just been beautiful out of something so sad came this amazing display of love and community, um, mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's just been amazing. Yeah, he touched so many people, you know, in his life and what what he was doing, and uh, you know, and what a, a wonderful way to remember his incredible life and service to this nation. You know, he is a hero, and um, yes. you know, he is uh, what uh, this nation fights for. And you know, many times, um, you know, we have. Um, you know, issues with, uh, uh, you know, be, as being uh, people of color, you know, with the issues uh, surrounding uh, the, the uh, uh, how we are perceived, but then also, you know, what we're uh, actually adding back into uh, the community. And so what he's doing is something that is uh, fantastic. You know, his, his whole life story is embodied with, uh, supporting our community, making them stronger, and I, I just love it. I just absolutely love it. And uh, w- one of the things too, um, uh, Kanika, is that you know uh, he also loved his grandchildren, and that is something that you know really touched my heart. Uh, I was like, I was like, where was I when I was hoping I'd be one of his grandchildren <laughs> because he was taking right. them to Culver's and everything else, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I missed out on some yeah. things. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it sounds like a beautiful person, beautiful person. So, yes. what, what kind of jazz did he like? Because you know, he said that he loved uh, jazz. Oh gosh, he his 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 love for jazz was so vast, like. He loves so many different types and artists. And I know recently we were going through some of his, his record collection. My husband was, my husband, he's the music lover of the family. And, um, he, you know, my husband was even like surprised to see some of the stuff. Like it was like everything from like Latin jazz to, you know, you know, old Afro, Afro Latin to like Nat King Cole to all kinds of stuff. Um, <laughs> Yeah, all Rolling Stones, everybody. So he had it all, and he loved it all. And I know, I remember um, growing up, 
he used to listen to, uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, WNUA 95.5. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that was like his favorite radio station. I remember listening <laughs> to that. And, of course, you know, as a kid, I'm like, Dad, this music is so boring, you know, <laughs> when, you know, growing up. But now I'm the one looking for the jazz now. You know, I mean, we don't have that radio station anymore. But, you know, I will find the same things, you know, he was listening to, like on Spotify or something like that. So, you know, streaming, that type of thing. But. Yeah, like he used to, I always remember him, that was his favorite. He kept it on that station. He never wanted to move the dial off of that station. Yeah. And um, and through that, I that's how I really got my introduction to jazz and learning about different artists. And then, of course, with his vast record collection and things of that sort. So, yeah, yeah. everything. Like, it's hard to say, like, what was his, like, favorite genre of jazz because it literally went from all over the place. Yeah, because you, yeah. you know the Marines gave him a special uh, service today with the presentation of the flag at uh, Augustana Lutheran Church, uh, 5500 uh, South Woodlawn. And one of the things uh, that I noticed when I was in the room is how packed it was. There was seat, no seating room. And, I mean, you had a lot of chairs in there, a lot of tables. And yeah. people came out to support you. How does that make you feel about the community support? That that just made us feel so loved as a family, uh, just to know that we had all these people there to be there for us, however we need. And and I and every just about every person that has reached out personally, have called or sent a message, a text or email, just to say how can we help? How can we be here to help you all through this hard time? What can we do? You know, and 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 have asked several times. So to, to see these. You know, to see people actually there and just to show up, it was very touching. It was just very moving. Because mm-hmm. at one point, like you said, um, I know when we first started, um, you know, that it felt like it was like a few seats here and there. But then when I turned and looked around, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, like you said, the room, it was standing room only. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just amazing to see that, you know, he just touched all of these lives and, and or, or all these individuals were touched by his story, and mm-hmm. it just did my heart very well. It was very comforting to have that support today. Oh, fantastic! And and then you had uh, some really special people there. There was one sister that was like, uh, you know, sort of giving a special uh, eulogy or yes. a celebration of his life, and uh, you know, she was just phenomenal. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, that was a friend of mine. She's. Um, she's such a beautiful person and she's, you know, who I just called on during this time to just kind of help me orchestrate things as far as like the services and things of that sort. And, um, she just, uh, she spoke so well to just the love that was in the room. And that's what I really wanted. Um, you know, my dad wasn't, you know, wasn't the, the, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, read off a piece of paper about my life type of person. Um, but right. she she really represented what he meant to me and what he meant to those who knew him very well. Yeah, and the talking drums, I was like flawed. <laughs> I was like Oh yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. My dad he enjoyed the drums. He never really learned how to play them really well, but <laughs> uh he never really got to master that. But he did he did enjoy the drums. Like he has his own drums, like there was uh two of his drums uh, or at the front of the room. I don't know if you got a chance to see, but, um, yeah, he, he always loved the drums. Yeah, and, then, and you had a lot of veterans there, you know, as well, uh, mm-hmm. you know, support. So you had, uh, you know, the Post, uh, the VFW Post and the American Legion there as well. And those, those were some really, uh, 
really touching things, you know, uh, that was said. And I loved when they went the affirmations around the room and people, you know, had to give an affirmation of one word and it was love and compassion and, you know, uh, you know, strength and courage. Uh, incredible, incredible uh, ceremony. And uh, I'm, I'm absolutely sure he was proud looking down on you because uh, he is definitely in heaven. I, you know, I can't see any, yes. any other place for him right now. Um, yeah. So, so what, what do you people want people to know about what what you're going through? Is there anything that you know uh, you want people to know about this? Because it's a very tragic, untimely uh, kind of thing to have happened. Uh, because uh, what a wonderful man, and uh, what what a tragic uh, thing to have happened. Uh, but uh, and I'm praying that we have complete justice in this situation, uh, as most of the veterans are. I've talked to a few of them there. And they uh, feel the same way. But, you know, I, you know, how, how do you um, what do you tell people to pers- persevere? Because we're all going through covid. We've lost over six hundred and ten thousand people in, in the country, you know, from from people dying from covid. And people have been going through a lot of tragedies without being able to, you know, um, uh, have, uh, you know, uh, funerals and those sorts of things for people. Uh, what kind of uh, things could you say to them about what? how you perceive uh, this to be done, because this was such a positive experience. I wasn't expecting that. You know, it was one of the most positive things I've gone through in a long time. And as I mentioned before, you know, I hadn't gone to uh, veterans. I was going through funerals every two to three days when I was in, com- you know, in the combat uh, zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just couldn't take it anymore when I got back. I just couldn't go. And so uh, this was my first opportunity going back, but it was something that gave me courage and hope about the future. So w- what is your view on this whole experience? What, what do you think people need to know? Um, just celebrate life in whatever way you can, because you, we don't know, you know, when our time, you know, or the time of those you love. We just don't, we don't, you don't know. Like that day I was expecting to see my dad because we had, you know, some things to do. We had an appointment. We had some errands to run. Um, but I don't have any regrets because I I spent a lot of time with my dad in quality time and, mm-hmm. you know, time just sitting, talking with him, time doing things with him, with our, uh, with my daughters, and, you know, with my husband. You know, we, mm-hmm. we spent, you know, really beautiful moments together. So, although I hate how this happened, you know, me and my family are still very, you know, broken and hurt mm-hmm. and, yes. you know, and sometimes angry about mm-hmm. just knowing, you know, that this was the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we don't regret anything because we've, ha- you know, we've we've had him for, you know, well, for me, I've had him for 38 beautiful years. Mm-hmm. And I've even in the, you know, even in the times that weren't so great, I'm still grateful for the time that I I had him for and I had mm-hmm. with him. So I would, you know, I guess I would say to others, just enjoy and love on those, you know, in your life, your family, your friends, you know, enjoy those beautiful moments, be in the moment. I know we're in the, you know, uh, technology age, social media age, where we want to always record and post and, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like everything doesn't need an actual picture, everything doesn't need a video. Yeah. Sometimes it just needs you just to be in the moment and to enjoy that moment. Oh, I love that. I love that yeah. message. I love it. Um, 
You know, and uh, one of the things that I had in common with him also, other than the military, is that he was a Star Trek and science fiction fan. And that, oh, that goes yes. to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Star Trek was his favorite, one of his favorite shows. Science fiction, he almost any science fiction TV show, you know, movie, that was his thing. Um, he loved horror movies, scary movies. That's how I, that's how I got into like horror movies. I love, you know, we used to watch all of the, you know, Friday the 13th and, and, and Jason movies and all those different things <laughs> together when growing up. So, yeah, yep, that was him. Uh, he was uh, he he was my roller coaster buddy when you know I was younger. We used to do great, you know Great America and Disney World and those type of places with different rides. He he's actually kind of where I get my love for travel and mm. adventure from because I always it always seems like we were on a travel adventure when I was growing up with him. Oh. So um, we actually have plans to go to Disney World later this year um, together, but. Um, I still have my beautiful memories with him from childhood. So. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. yeah. I, you know, my my wife uh, Sharon. The first time, the first date we went on. Okay, I took her to uh, a science fiction movie, Altered States. And oh, I was wow. watching, I was getting into the movie, and I turned around, looked at her, and she was staring at me. <laughs> She's like, what kind of weird person is she? She said, you are so lucky we got married. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> she, said, she said, that was a weird movie. <laughs> oh, so she, wow. She's not uh, so much of a science fiction person, but uh, I just really get into it, uh, uh, you know. Uh, you know, uh, this is uh, fantastic that you have all those memories and that uh, that, that he showed you his warmth and love, you know. And many times people don't do that in families. And and that, that and you were saying that, you know, turn off the uh, devices and spend uh, time in the moment with your family members. I think that is such a, an important, important message uh, because I actually with the COVID thing, I used to hate the word social isolation it's physical mm. distancing, not social distancing, right? Yeah. Social, social distancing implies isolation or, you know, uh, aband- social abandonment or social disconnection. It should really be that we are family, we're getting together, and we love one another, and we protect each other. So, I, you know, I am so happy you brought that up and you, you really brought home that point to people that enjoy and love your people who are with you now. And, and the veterans who are out there, you know, they're all around the world right now. We, uh, you know, are speaking to them now. Uh, you know, make sure that you hug your um, veterans at home and, and love yeah. them and uh, be part of their lives. And we have too many homeless veterans here on the streets right now. Uh, the, of the nation, which is a, a travesty, is is really a terrible thing to be happening. But we're, you know, we're getting close to time. But I'm going to let you uh, have a couple, a uh, few extra minutes, and I want you to tell us, you know, um, what is, um, you know, what is the hope for the future? Because he's going to be living on uh, through you, through your children, through your great yeah. uh, grandchildren, great grandchildren. <laughs> I mean, this is intergenerational. Uh, what he yeah. has uh, been able to influence. So uh, what th- what is the hope for you and the family in the future? Um, I hope it's just to continue his legacy of community and service and and just to continue to, you know, instill in my daughters the values that he instilled in me, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, supporting our communities and being present and being, you know, and just being a help when you can. Um, one thing, and he, he actually already started that with them. He used to take 
both of my daughters with him on Saturdays when he would do the community breakfast mm-hmm. at his church. They would do it with them. And I love that, that he, you know, started that tradition with them to serve others, to serve the community together. And that's something that, you know, that they will continue to carry with them and continue to do in some um, form or fashion. You know, it may not be the, the same exact thing, but, you know, something of service. And so that's the goal is to continue that legacy. Fantastic. Um but, but we're running out of time, and uh, Kanika Carlton, um, uh, you know, I met you and your husband at the uh, vigil. Uh, it was an incredible ceremony. Um, and also, you are welcome on this show anytime in the future that you would like to speak, you and your family. And also, I, I am, uh, you know, a veteran, so this is uh, blood. And uh, we we are very very close because of the things that we experience together as veterans, and uh, so anything that you need, you can reach out, and we uh, veterans are out there for you. Uh, and so uh, thank you. Yes, and you had quite a few Vietnam veterans there uh, who were shedding yes. uh, tears in the side uh, because they know, and it's it's personal. It's personal when someone does something to one of us. And so we're there to support you in any way we can. Um, and, you know, as things go forward, we hope that justice is done completely. And yeah. uh, we will be on that side of the law with you. So thank you so much. Yes. And- thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit America's HG dot org.